Vincent gets him out now, and here he comes. Denon Kingley gets up the rail. Golden 60, they roar for their hometown hero. He's a length clear over Salios, running on Mother Earth. It's Golden 60, the locals can't beat him. The internationals can't beat him. This is his house, Fortress Golden 60. 50 metres to go, two lengths in front. I'm Thunderstruck, needing to get there. Alligator blood tiring. I'm Thunderstruck over the top, rumbling. Tries hard, Blanford Lad can't win. Sorta boy for back-to-back Gallywoods. He's looking all right for mine. Sorta boy, one and a half, two legs. Sorta boy, you bloody beauty. Zaki joined by Animo, who looks destiny in the face at the 150. Animo takes the lead from Zaki. Alligator blood on Thunderstruck, but it's Animo clear. I Thunderstruck late. Animo holding on. Animo this time for the big A. Wicks down the middle, Kings will dream at the 100, it's getting desperate, now Wicks is storming home, Wicks over the top, Ice is too good, but can't beat her. G'day punters and welcome to another edition of the Racing Previews podcast. Got a bit of a spring in our step. It's Queensland's biggest week, Stradbroke season. I'm actually here, up on, uh, up in, up in Queensland, in a new office here on the Sunshine Coast, and I can't wait for the the races at Brizzy on Saturday. Fellas, we got the team back together. The three of us: Will Alford and Nick McGualter. Nico, the punters are missed. Y'all. I'll start with you first. How you doing, mate? <laughs> it's good to be back, boys. My seat didn't get too warm from Trav, so that's uh. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's good that it still fits nice and comfortable but um yeah no it's it is good to be back um i did miss just both i didn't i didn't uh i did enjoy my time off and i probably could add a little bit more time in the paddock but i was doing a few too many zoomies and i think it was time to come back <laughs> the punters there, was a few punters, there was a few punters out there telling me a bit of bullshit about botanist rambling on and, and <laughs> i have to come back and sort him out so i'm back and um yeah it looks a reasonably good weekend of of racing, albeit in the middle of winter. I think there's a few winners to be found, but yeah, anyway, what's happening, Bot? Still, cook, more... still cooking popcorn? Still back in winners? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> the dream. That's... Yeah, that's right. Swan Hill's on um, Swan Hill Carnival, more importantly. We have, we have to go to Swan Hill one year. They reckon, mm. it's, they reckon it's not as good as the bull, but there's some nah, people that reckon it is, but there's fucking no way. God's country. But it'd be good. Shout out Angus Jones. This is uh, his this time is to shine. Hopefully he can pick us some winners. He's telling us he's doing the mounting yard live from a small <laughs> hill on every day of the carnival. So we'll yeah, see how well, that goes. We'll see. How <laughs> Don't know how good his eye is, but we'll soon find out. Swan Hill looks good, by the, the top way. Of, looks good. It does. Mm. We'll get to that soon. Bit of news off the top of the podcast. 
Uh, announcement today by Racing Victoria. Obviously, prize money reductions, um, bit of a sigh. We thought it might have been coming. Today, they did announce it. And they also snuck in there that they will be trialling the 10 race card on a Saturday. What are our sort of thoughts around that? Don't ask Frosty. Mm. No, he's uh, lashed out on Twitter. Yeah, and you see um, Vlad Juric has um, replied to him. I think you sent that pen, yeah. He said, said, at least you've got racing because he he was racing in Singapore. It's been a a big week, hasn't it? Singapore obviously shutting up shop. Government hasn't supported their racing over there and there's been a myriad of other factors contributing to the the close of Singapore racing, which will uh, finish in October next year. Um, But 10 race cards, RV obviously trying to make a bit more money. I'm not a massive fan of it. What are your thoughts? It's more strain on the track, for one. Yep. It's an extra race. It's likely going to be a shit race. Oh, 100%. It will, it will be like a... It'll be a shit race. 80, probably. It'll be just like... It'll just be just like Sydney. Everyone's trying to dig out and be like a $4 shot, you know, fucking 15 horse field. It'll be another quaddy killer. The quaddy will be even harder. It'll get to the point where we won't even take quaddies anymore because they'll be too hard. There'll be one reasonable leg and there'll be like three legs into like five, six dollars a field. It'll be interesting where they do place that extra race. A lot of the time with those lower benchmark races on a Saturday for Metro prize money, they're going to be big fields and there is a, a solid chance that they will be later in the card. So, Well, what they have to do, if they're going to go to ten races, like, so say now when there's a nine races on a Saturday, they've got to stick to that time in the in the clocking schedule. They just have to start a race earlier. Yeah, they like will, Sydney. for sure. Yeah. So not not fucking push it back any later than what it is. It just needs to be, we need to start a race earlier. So no, the first is going to be at 11 the o'clock. If they went any later, um, it'll probably be like an 11.45, 11.50 start. Maybe even earlier. second. Yeah, we'll soon see. The Sydney, uh, they're starting at 11 a.m. now. It's absolutely yeah. crazy. Fuck. <laughs> Fucked. That's what it is. Roll straight yeah, out of bed like and that. start betting. Sounds awesome to me. Yeah, Wilbur doesn't mind it at all. Well, you can you can roll out of bed and have a punt in New Zealand at about nine o'clock if you want. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that sick. Wilbur might be finding the New Zealand jockey. Let's get to the races. We start where we always start. Sandown. Uh, what's doing with the rail? The rail is out five meters. It was previously five in the true position. Bit of rain there in Melbourne. I'm glad I've got up here and I've avoided it all. It's nice 23, 24 degrees up here. Oh, but the, the over-unders is going to salute here, Bot, because he's already fucking mentioned it twice and we're mm. two minutes into recording. What, what are you even doing there? You're just watching the race? You're just watching the Stradbroke? Or is it for work? Oh, it's, work. it's a bit junk it. <laughs> work, work, work in brackets. No, so initially we were meant to be bringing up the Cox Plate Trophy, but it had to be somewhere else this weekend, so... Uh, oh, that didn't end shame. up happening but I wasn't yeah. going to miss out I've no. never been to the races at, at Brisbane so why not go to Stradbroke Day their biggest day anyway back on track day. Yeah. soft 7 track uh, we think that it can improve over the next couple of days or is it pretty mm. cold and miserable no, it's not well, hot yeah, and, and it's the, not the hot tracks, enough to dry out the mm. track's tired too so I doubt it it probably just stays the same Soft six, soft seven, soft five, maybe. Mm. But I don't know. Vantage to be on speed. I've heard. I've heard. Um, 
Julian Valance, who's a sharp judge that everyone would know. We had him on our podcast once. He reckons he's going to be real on Jules will on be pace. back. Jules will be back. Don't worry about that. The horses are back. He'll be back. All right. Well, anyway, he, he reckons... He'll be, he'll be listening to this, so just shout out, Jules. <laughs> he, re- he reckons it's going to be on pace. Like, like Obviously, it's always on pace, but like on pace uh, than usual. So yep, fair enough. There you are. We're starting in race two, and I reckon you're backing a horse who settled on the pace last start. It's a benchmark 78 over 1,300 metres. Extra two, $3.30 favourite from Free Willed, $5.50. Vagrant, $6. Second to none, six fifty. Jenny Jerome, $8 after two nice wins, and Lady Jones, $11. Extra two uh, claims under the minimum here. Three kilo apprentice goes on. Wilbur, what can you tell us about its last start win? Um, well, well, basically, I just think this is the best best bet since Altivo a couple of weeks ago when it when it won and we got it got it to win. So I'm boy, really, boy. really, 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 really keen on this one. I think it's a a nice horse coming through the gate grades. It it went to Ballarat on debut was supported there um, for um, for an, a, a different trainer. They got transferred to Kieran Ma, David Ustis. Um, and then it went. It won a won a won at Kyneton. It was a slow, slowly won race. And when you see horses win by as far as extra two won by um, uh, in a slowly run race, um, it means that the horse that's won is very, 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 very good. Like the the horses that are in behind them were were suited by by the pace that they went at. So the the closing splits are just unreal and. And he's going to be on speed. He's he's got three kilos under the minimum with a, this hot new apprentice jockey, um, Bobby Bobby Pin, the man. Bobby, Bobby Pin, the man. Um, and yeah, like the rest of these are sort of exposed three-year-old fillies that are well, the main dangers anyway. Are going to get back in the field like Vagrant, Jenny Jerome, second and none, who I don't think will be suited back back in inside. And the other horse I half think is interesting, Foreign Raider. Um, who is a nice sort of type as an early two-year-old, but um, it's been off the scene for about 400 days. So, yeah, I've, I think extra two is a, a dollar eighty chance, and I'm betting up. I think it's a like three dollars eighty right now. Oh no, 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 that's been that's been taken. Sorry, it's been taken. but it's yeah, yeah. Well, um, three dollars, three dollars thirty, three dollars forty now. Um, I think that's still good odds, so you can you can have a bet at that if you would like. You know, I think it's a good idea to do that. How about the big boys and the ownership in this filly? Oh yeah, I forgot to mention that too. Like uh, it was, is yeah, this, it was. Is this, has this been since last run? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. It was with. Okay. It was with um, Kieran Ma, Dave Ustis, and then whoever's doing. Um, what are they called? Is it Qatar Stud or something? Whoever's doing their form. Qatar Bloodstocker in yeah. Yeah, well they've bought him in the last twenty-two days, so that's another extra push if you like. If you are. Narrative inclined. Kieran and Will Bourne both in this horse. Yeah, really. Yeah, Will's yeah, in there. Well, it's got Kieran Ma racing. I assume Kieran's in it because Kieran and Will are in most horses together. Qatar. Oh, oh. Well, I think it's very, very hard to beat. The obviously, there's only one box she hasn't ticked yet, and that is the soft track box. She won on a a dry surface last start. Um, if she does get through this sort of wettish track, then 
she looks extremely hard to beat. Um, would have been hard to beat even if she wasn't claiming, but she gets in with 51 kilos now. Um, slow tempo to the 600 last start, but absolutely monstered home. Last 600, nearly 11 lengths above. Um, you don't see that from a horse on second start very often. And that kind even though too. she's stepping, she's stepping from a maiden up to a benchmark 70. Like that is a massive jump. But she looks every bit like... Well, she's not really. Good. I don't think it's that much of a big jump. Like, on paper, it is, but these horses aren't very good. It's like five you don't, you don't see You don't see many go from a maiden to a 78 and start. But it's short. hard enough for fucking horses to go from a maiden and a 58 to win. <laughs> Let alone a maiden to a 78. Well, yeah. Well, well on, on ratings, it's not, not much of a, much of a, a... But it's still five classes. I don't think it's much of a jump for this horse. I think I think she'll be I, sh- I think she'll be a lot better than these horses in two to three starts. Like sh- she's getting in with fifty one kilos here. If if she if she came here with two to three more starts, I think she'd be carrying fifty eight to sixty. I hope yeah. you're right. I'm just saying that. I hope I'm right too. Five classes. Bank account. Moving on. Yeah. Anyway, Any yeah, great bet. Better punters. Beautiful. Best of the day out of the way, nice and early there for Yeah, yeah. Will it's Bott. my best of the day. Yeah. Let's move on to race three. We stay in the same class, benchmark 78, but we rise to 2,400 metres. The favourite is Jay Kayan, $2.25. He does rise uh, a few classes as well. From Strawberry Rock, $8. Mimi's Award, $8.50. Sorry, it's a it's a she, Jay Kayan. Irish Butterfly, $10. Sky Out, $12. Storm King, $15. Nico, I'm going to hand the reins to you first here. Well, I hope Billy puts her in the race. That's my only only query. If this up-and-in pattern or advantage to be on speed is a thing, but I think it doesn't matter where she could sit last and loop this lot. She's pretty good, JKN. I'm excited to see where she goes. Um, I'm not worried that she's had a little space between runs. That was always the plan. She was always going to this race. They wanted to come back to the, to the scene of the crime. She's had a tick over trial in between um yeah uh, just rinse and repeat as far as I'm concerned up in class but down in weight this slot isn't much good she should just be winning again I think yeah well I think I think I think um I agree with you she's obviously the right favourite and everything all like that but she's drawn 13 and I can't quite get her as short as what the market has her at the moment. Like she probably she probably takes another step, but she'd she'd won her the way she just priced up. But um. But I don't I don't think her map is it. Like I think the map's overplayed. I don't like she was she's won she from back. Start. She went forward last yeah. start. I think she's pretty bomb proof in that sense. Yeah. If she it, if she has to go back to last and loop him, I think she can. Yeah, I would be surprised. But but at the short odds, the turn of foot block for her stay is fucking electric. So exciting. She's pretty progressive. I don't know what level she can get to, but... Yeah, she's pretty good. She's got there pretty quickly. Um, she's she's taken mm. big steps every single time. But the horse I want to back in this race is um, Storm King, who's um, coming off one of the biggest snicks you'll ever see um, at Flemington last time. Jumped about two lengths clear and then somehow ended up 15 lengths off him. Um did well enough to be beaten seven lengths there, but he, she backs up. Uh, he backs he up, backs sorry. Up. Yeah. 
and and his best form has him has him right in this sort of field. Blake Shin jumps on, and you're getting fifteen dollars. I thought that was a fair enough price. Um, he won by three lengths at Canterbury, um, on the back up, um, two back. That was on a very 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 hot rail, and you pretty much to win you had to be on on speed, um, and on the rail. But um, but yeah, I thought it was probably a, a decent enough bet, like up on speed. Um, yeah, like if there's a chink in the favourite, I think I think she, she, he he's the next best, and with, with Blake Shin on, I think fifteen dollars is probably twice as big as it, what it should be. We probably got to mention um, Mimi's Award and Irish Butterfly. Mimi's Award was a pretty decent winner last out of a pretty fast tempo. Beat Pesto the start prior. Irish Butterfly got the better of her. Irish Butterfly has since gone to Warnable on a heavy ten track. Probably just put a put a line through that. What do we sort of think of? Those two horses here. Well, Irish mm. Butterfly needs to get over the jumps. That's when I'll be back at him next. <laughs> he did. He did SP five 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 fifty in a Warnable Cup. Yeah, I think that yeah. was a bit fucking ludicrous. To be yeah, me too. To be that honest. was stupid. Yeah. Well, it was because it, it did a massive rating at Sand in the start before, but but I don't. That's a massive sort of peak, and I doubt it ever gets back to it. Ooh, and plus, yeah. I think it needs Celine on. Needs Celine. She's absolutely flying, the girl. Jeez. Mm, Full credit she to her. Ride this race. Uh, I don't know. She's yeah. suspended or something. Why is she not riding? Maybe they want Penny. I, I don't guess they're riding now. No, she's yeah. not riding. From what I can see. Oh, Bobby will handle it. Don't worry about Bobby. You'll be right. <laughs> Bobby. Bobby. Why is he right. called Bobby? <laughs> Bobby Pitt. Will. Oh right, I get it. Yeah. Oh, is it no? What's his no? It's like it's his name's like Wim, Wimaru. No, his nickname. His nickname. His nickname is for Bobby. me. is Bobby. Oh, for you, so you just decided. Oh Bobby well, it's probably it's probably other people that call him Bobby. That's <laughs> what I'm calling him, Bobby Kid. Yeah, it's it's not a bad one. <laughs> Fair enough, mate. Anyone that oh. says Bobby now, like you know where they heard it, Bob. Anyway. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> race 5 benchmark 100 1000 metres this looks a very competitive race Dance of Dubai is a $2.70 favourite from Starry Legend $4.80 Curran $5.50 Esther La Roca $6 Sands Image $7.50 let's read them all out why don't we Nazrawi uh, $9 and The Gouch for new trainer David Noonan is $13 uh, Nico you wanted me to introduce this race for you you've got one uh, down the bottom of the weights for my boy again Bobby Nazrawi. Can't quite work out the price of this horse, <laughs> to be honest. Why? Well, I don't know why it's $9. It's up against a few fucking numbers. Dance to Dubai is going to need the run. Moods has well and truly said that. Starry Legend is a nonny. <laughs> so is Curran. <laughs> you can have Sam's image at your own peril. So... I think if you back Nazrawi and you save Esla Rocker, you probably don't lose on this race. This horse ran super two back here when he was first up for the preparation. When he ran behind Foxconn and snapped. Snapped has since come out, won a stakes race at Foxconn SP. Something stupid short in. Then the horse went to Flemington, was only beaten two lengths, unsuited. Gets back to Sandown, 1,000 metres, where his best figures are, and towing the ground will be no issue for this bloke. Oh, 
can't seem to figure out why he's nine dollars. I know it's a big Sean jumping Bush. class, but fuck. I don't know if it is. I like the confidence. I, I agree with you. I think this favourite is very chinky. Dance to Dubai as sort of $2.60 favourite. Um, we say Maybe it all the time. she'll need the run too. We say it all the time. We want to back 1,000 metre horses in 1,000 metre races. I don't think um, she is that. Starry Legend, second favourite. He He's in the race. He can definitely win. Curran, yet again, I don't think he's a 1,000 metre horse. If there's a horse that I'm going to have on top here, it probably is Estela Rocca. Um, she drops significantly in weight here. She carried the penalty 59 kilos in the Ballespree. She led them up and she probably just got tired late. She now gets in with 55.5 kilos. Zach Spain keeps the ride. Um, she's got good track and trip sort of figures. Um, I don't think she wants it really wet, but she has performed on a wet track before. She probably should have won on Cox Plate Day when she was wide the journey and, and scissor step just got the better of her. Um, she's probably my starting point around the $7 mark. Um, and then I, I could chop out on potentially Nazarawi or Starry Legend, but I am very keen to take on Dance to Dubai. I think it's the lay of the day there at Sandia. This race is easy. Just back three and eight punters and we won't lose. <laughs> Let's go. We've hit the ground running here. Good um, luck to Trav and Nick Noonan with their dad's horse. Yeah, we've got, we got to give it a mention. The Gouch, he has been a, a good horse in the past. Probably had a, a few problems now. Has he? Has anyone seen any jump-outs or trials? No, I didn't like this race. I gave it two seconds. But, um, but yeah, good luck to him. I hope it runs well. It's a good horse. It's just been... It's had some issues and it's been off for a while. Yeah, absolutely. We know the feeling all too well. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Race seven, we're going to skip... The sixth, uh, it's a 1,600-metre handicap. Golden Path is one for one. He's $4 favourite from Lethal Thoughts, 550. Alkington Road, $7.50. McGarton, $9.50. Uh, Balfill, $10. And Unseen Ruler, $10 as well. Nico. What are you backing here? Um, I am backing the only horse that's not going to come to the end of the preparation and oh. have some actual life in it. Oh, no. Why? What are you all knowing about? Because you're saying Golden Path, but I don't think it's any good. Well, it might not be, but but it's the only <laughs> horse that is on the up in this race at this point in the preparation. Do you know what number it ran, bot? Um, I'm not 85. worried about my fucking schmack. Okay. <laughs> I'm not worried about what schmading it ran at Packenham. I couldn't yeah. give a fuck in this situation. <laughs> Okay. I can pick enough flaws in these other horses to have a small speck on the fresh blood in the race. Mm. Like, if he gets beat and he's no good, well, fucking so be it. <laughs> but I thought, on a day where I haven't found many bets, I'm happy to have a small investment on a horse that I don't know where his potential is. I know where these other horses are. And that was literally my reason. Reasoning to it. So it's got 54 kilos on its back. It's it's at the start of its preparation where these horses have been up longer than some lads on a Saturday night. <laughs> you just you just don't like you know where the others are at. You don't know where he where he can get to. He's a complete unknown in the race, and he's probably one of the more interesting runners on the card on Saturday at Sandown. So at four dollars, I think he's an 
an easy bet to have. Nothing stupid. I'm not launching or anything. But I think $4 is a more than fair price to see if he's any good. Barrier 4. He's going to get a nice cushy run. I think Mertens is going well enough. He's ticked that soft track barrier last start at Pakenham. Yeah. It's his first ever start. He's not going to fucking rate through the roof. He's not fucking... No, it would help. He's not a superstar. Well, he might... What, so what? He has to do it at his first ever start, and if he doesn't, he's no good. Is that what you're telling me? Well, no, but to price him $4, you'd hope he'd just done something, and he hasn't. Well, he was a much bigger price upon opening bot. He was $7.50, so there's obviously a few more fucking idiots out there with me that think <laughs> he's got uh, got ability. Swear Joel's full tonight. <laughs> he's back. <laughs> Have you got anything to add, or are you just going to sit here and pop my, pop my thought? No, I'm just pointing you, man. <laughs> oh, good. That That's fantastic. Good to see you've brought some of the rest. I think the other horse I've got a, a, an opinion of, sort of hoping might go to Swan Hill, is uh, number four, Belf Hill. Um, yeah, it was all just a bit at sea. Uh, last start, when was that? Last week. On the backup. So, um, yeah. Well, what I happened? Know, uh, I, don't, I don't know if you like the wet though. I think he's more of a dry tracker. You're going to say what lethal ha- thoughts, aren't you? Yeah, what happened to lethal thoughts last time? I backed so it. I it was off the map. Correct. It had the PR. It looked like it presented at the right time. It looked like it was actually just going to win. Yeah, yeah it looked like it was going to win. Yeah, what actually is what happened? Might be suffering a throat condition. Yeah. Yeah. Right. He wasn't. The, he wasn't the only one. <laughs> yeah, well, I backed him too. He was very good to start prior. Yeah, he was. Um, he probably doesn't want it too wet here. That's probably the other query with him. But I think if the market's going to come for for any of them, it's probably going to be him just off his SPs and the fact he brings through good form. Blake Shin, Kirimar, David Eustace, Jaws Barrier 2. Um, I would probably wait on your horse, Nico. He'll probably get out again. I think Lethal Thoughts Fantastic. is a good <laughs> chance to start favourite. That's, um, that's even better. I'm not saying he's a bet. I'm not saying one or the other's a bet. I, I don't have any... Confidence I've got, in this race, I've got a few yeah. crystal balls for you tonight. And here's my first one. Lethal Thoughts won't win another race until he's had his two best mates removed. There you go. Bang bang. There's the first of the crystal balls. My next one later in the <laughs> later in the night. Gonna blow everyone's mind. Wow. Okay. Stay tuned. Can't tell you yet, bot. Can't tell you. You'll have to wait and listen, won't you? <laughs> I will have to. Why? Why doesn't Hellfire have a jockey yet? I'm, I'm half interested by Hellfire, but I, but I, it's got no jockey. So Julie Chapter potentially. It had one earlier. No, it yeah. hasn't. It wasn't. It hasn't had a jockey the entire time. No, I've been watching it because I kind of like it. But there's there's a little there's a little saying that goes around. Uh, it was one I got taught very, from a very young age. Don't ask questions you don't know the answer to. And if you are going to come with a question, know the answer to it. <laughs> so there you go. That's out of the what? price playbook. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Ben. If you're going to give me, if you're going to give me Whack. a question, give me the answer as well. Whack. All right. Well, let's I'm go to the race. Cop that. Hey, no one knows the answer to it. I don't know. I don't even look at this race. Okay. Let's go to race eight. 
It is a benchmark 84 over the mile. Uh, no, it's not over the mile. It's over 1,300 meters. He's our bottom bile. Is $3.50 favorite from Pacific Ruby, $5. Sandy Prince, $8.50. Barbie's Fox, $11. Do Your Punk, 12 Sig Positano, 12 And Prowling, 13 I think he's our Bonneville for our man, Bobby Pin. He's a very good chance here. Um, he ran really well first up. Then he repeated the dose last start from a from a fairway back with Ollie on board. Um, both starts, he's rated well. One was off a slow tempo. One was off a really slow tempo first up. Then last start, he did it off a faster tempo. He looks set to peak here third up. I know the map is a little bit tricky. I expect him to go back again, but... He drops three kilos at the weights here. I think that's massive. I think that'll help him accelerate through the ground. And he's the one in the race where he could just be better than benchmark 84 grade. Um, Pacific Ruby's second favorite. It hasn't proven itself in this sort of grade. It beat Boss Queen in a 70 last start. Um, Sandy Prince, like we know what Sandy Prince is. He's a decent horse in lesser grade. Um, but I think he's our Bonneville could be a proper horse. He could be at least a, a stakes class sort of horse. And if he's going to win a race, then it, it does look like it's going to be here. I'm pretty keen on him. You can sort of get $3.70 in the market. Um, Where? And yeah, if, if, he, if he doesn't win here, then he probably won't win again. Yeah, Cost I want to back him too. Colossal bet 370 All oh, right. I want to back him too. But I think he'll get out because of Matt. But um, I like him. I like him too. I, I think, like he, I don't think he runs 1,600 metres. That last prep third up, they they rode him forward and it didn't work. I, th I think I, I think that's just because he doesn't run sixteen hundred meters. I don't love him back in trip, but I, I don't I don't I don't dislike it either. I don't really care about it. Um, I don't know. I think he's a I think he's just better than these, I guess. And and he's more like a two dollar eighty chance. I think. Well, the, I think. Nico, did you have thoughts in this race? Yeah. Um, no, I didn't really have a fair opinion in the race, but the horse that I was interested in, but I'm just not going to back because I don't know if... I think this horse might be J-Car only, which is Pacific Ruby. Interested to see how this mare has come back. But, yeah, no, nothing for me. Is our Bonneville could probably win, but, no, not interested. The other one that can probably... It's probably worth a mention is Prowling if he can settle further forward from Barrier One. He will. Dan he Yendel, will. he was really good. He was really good two starts back behind uh, It's Our Time and Dejumbuck. He won first up. Probably back to 1,300 metres suits him a bit better. He's probably the one I'm a little bit scared of, mm. but with his out, Bannerville. And, and Sig Boss Positano is not the worst either. Oh, it'll sneak. Well, we can back him. No, no, no. Well. No, not from four. But yeah, I think I think I think Sig Positano will be going to Swan Hill tomorrow anyway, so it doesn't matter. Right, yeah. Let's round out the card there at Sandown in race nine. It's a eighteen hundred meter contest. Normandy Bridge off the good last start winners three dollars forty favorite from Daytona Bay. Got over Altivo last start. He's four forty. Deep Strike seven fifty. Alverdun seven fifty. Near out to secret paying eleven dollars and old mate Cherry Tour Tony fifteen dollars. Who wants to go first here? Oh jeez, there's a few fucking heartless things in this race. I don't have a I don't have a bet, but it's a hateful race full of them. Bob, who are you back at which heartless poof? <laughs> um Macram is the one I liked. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
Put the sword through him, Nico. Fuck it. <laughs> What's wrong with that? He's Go gone. on, tell me, tell me why you're backing him. He, he's six from 19, and if he hasn't won, he's, he's run second five times. I don't know what you're on about. He, he, he does the same thing every time. He always he, he runs not poorly, but he, he doesn't run to his best first up, and then he, then he takes a, a step second up. I don't have, I don't see any reason as to why he won't again to um to on, on Saturday. Um, I think he's a good horse, and he was fourth in the third or fourth in Geelong Cup, third behind the Missouri. Um, he should have he should have won um behind Saracen Knight. I think he's a good horse. Just like I, I probably would have backed him if he got a start in the Caulfield Cup. He was emergency there. Um. I think he's a pretty good horse, and I think he'll improve lots up to 1,800 metres with the run. So he was probably twice as big as he should be at $16. I think he's an $8 chance. I was probably a little bit harsh on him first glance. Like He does have a, a decent overall record. He's been unlucky a couple times. But, gee, I thought the, the win of Normandy Bridge last start was really, really good. Um, he's already beaten home Daytona Bay before. He'll be peaking like now. He's what is he? He's a, probably a little bit deeper in the preparation now. But I think his last two performances over this track and distance very important. Both on soft tracks have been outstanding. They've both rated really well. One 11.7 above the old benchmark. The other 8.3. We know that form around Globe is is looking really really good now. Um, he goes. Harry Coffey to Blake Shin. I know Harry Coffey's going pretty well, but that's still an upgrade, whatever whatever you think of it. And um, this is a horse that you... I remember I blackbooked this horse from you, Wilbur, um, and I think he's yeah. really starting to deliver on that early promise. So he's on top for me. He ran second a, to... a high-confidence play. He ran second to St. Mark's Basilica um, once. Or he was... Mm. Yeah, well, he, he was... Place, but he, he ran. He ran behind some Marks Basilica a couple of times. He's a good, good enough force. I've run behind sort of Pontempelli and Petrarca on the ten before. Does that make me a superstar? No. <laughs> <laughs> Have you actually? No, but it's the fucking same thing. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say I've never seen you go for a run, mate. <laughs> I actually went for a run the other day. Thanks. Cole Bibbs, how were they? Yeah. Well. Day two is better than day one. <laughs> we'll get there. Slow and steady grind. <laughs> oh, that's good. Mm. All right. That's it for Sandown. Any other any other comments? What a no. race. What a race to finish the last day of the quaddy for the poor punters that haven't won. Oh, it's really six back Normandy Bridge and Macron. Yeah. Interesting. They've both got enough chinks for mine, but hopefully they one of a win for you blokes. Yeah. All right, let's go north of the border. Let's go to where I am at the moment. Eagle Farm, it's their biggest day it's of the three, year. But... Rails out <laughs> four metres. It's a soft five at the moment, but I'm told by the trusty locals that that is uh, bullshit. They reckon it's probably a four, and it will be definitely a firm track on the day. It'd definitely be a local now. Yeah, you can call me that. I get up here often enough. Not to the sunny coast, but... Gee, it's good to be here. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I left myself open to a dig then. Race two. 
It is the Gunsin Classic Group 3, 1,600 metres. Um, you won't be coming home after this race. Yellow Good Brick is a $1.60 favourite. I don't think we need to go further down the page than that, but we will. Redina, $5. Endless Assembly, six fifty. Soothsayer, $19. Sandpaper, $19. Brookhaven, 21s. Outside of Giga Kick, I think this is probably the best bet of the year so far. Um, locked in a dollar seventy, and I've had a really, really good crack. His two performances this time in have been really good. First up, he sat wide, no cover the, the entire trip, and he just absolutely monstered them in the Sunshine Coast Guineas over twelve hundred meters. He beat Lady Laguna, who he's, she's no star, but he had a really tough run there, and he still did it easily. Arrogant win. Then last start, he probably wasn't the flashest away from the gates, which is unlike him. He usually settles a bit closer, but Hawaii 5-0 just got the jump on him and was too good. No knock against the winner, but he was finishing all over the top of him late. Um, ran home in nine lengths above the all-average for his final 600 metres. Ran home 11.88 for his last 200. Um, it was the fifth fastest last 200 metres of the entire meeting. And if he had to settle closer, then I don't think there's too much between those horses. He now gets to 1,600 metres, third up, draws barrier three, and he doesn't have to worry about a Hawaii 5-0 or any horse of that sort of nature here. Um, you've got a horse like Redina, who won on a Rose Hill Highway last start, just cuddled the fence. Um, I reckon that was track bias, and it, it was flattered, the margin there. It was beaten in the same grade the start prior, End assembly, the cocaine horse. <laughs> it led last start um, and just got it's tied like, up that including horse? stages. Yeah, it is. Got disqualified. Um, Why is it still racing couple, then? Uh, it was only one race. It got a sample taken out of it when oh. it beat Golden Boom back last December. Um, I'm not convinced it won 1,600 metres. Soothsayer, Yellow Brick has already belted up on this horse multiple occasions. Um, it's probably not a bad price for your, your multiples and everything like that, but all things equal, Yellow Brick, I've got complete confidence that he should just be winning this. It's the consolation prize, obviously. He didn't win the Fred best, so he didn't get into the Stradbroke. I would have backed him in the Stradbroke. Instead, we just have to butter up here. He's a complete chips-in job, launch, race two of the program, doesn't matter. The more you get on, the more you get back. Do you reckon he's a bit sharp for 1,600 metres, or he'd be fine? No, fine. One over the mile before. Yeah. Don't start doubt. Don't start putting doubt in his head. <laughs> no one can put doubt in my head over this horse. Like I, I think he's Queensland's best three-year-old by some distance. This horse gets beat. Three will become think? two on the podcast. <laughs> Ben's gonna have to swim. He will home, be yeah. ready. He will be a resident from Queensland because he might not be coming home. <laughs> Dead set. Dead set. Um, anyway. I'm with you for what it's worth. Fantastic yep. bet. Beautiful. Nothing more needs to be said about that race, I don't reckon. Let's move on to race three, the Wayne Wilson over 1,600 metres. Uh, our favourite here is Antino. He's a winning machine. He's $2.90 from Munamek, $3.50. Uh, he won last start as well. Kerwin's Lane, 750. Skyman, 750. Cinewan, 750. Dragon Leap, $11. Nico, hand the reins to you. I am backing Antino. He's he, a winner. He is, but mm. big ticker. 
this horse has got. Eight times, actually. He's had ticker, what? Believe it or not. Um, yeah, seven, sorry. Seven from 80s one. Um, I think this horse will just go on his merry dance again. Um, Eagle Farm is a horses for courses track, which he seems to love. Barrier five, he'll roll forward. He is up in grade, but he is definitely up to it, and he drops a little bit in weight. Um, yeah, I don't think there's too much else to say. Bournemouth is his danger, obviously. Um, and I'm Barry a bit annoyed that I wasn't bit, bit with sticky. him last week uh, when he flashed down the outside. But yeah, barrier one, I see as being a real problem for him. Um, and I'm not too worried about the horses in behind. Kerman's Lane, Skyman. Why not Kerman's Lane? just never really been one of mine okay yes he's ran in the good races but I don't know I know he got beat by two links to Hanamo which is what you're going to fucking bring up but that's no I'm just saying I'm just looking at the numbers he got beat 2.6 to Hanamo 2.5 to Arturos ran 6th and ninth. well someone's going to run 6th and ninth in the race don't they (laughs) J-Max riding him too uh, well, yeah, well, J-Mac wasn't getting on Antino, so he had to ride Kerwin's lane. Um, yeah, anyway, Antino is your winner, punters. I think Munamek's a danger, but if he gets luck from barrier one, but I hope he doesn't. <laughs> Simple as that. It's easy game, just back the winner. All right, yep. race four, Brisbane Cup, group two, 3,200 metres. Tia star, $2.90. Cooker Archer, $5. Al Abia, $5. Salino, $10. Warning, $11. True Marvel, $12. Coming off the jumps win. Um, I want to start by saying God bless Nico Noonan in their Patreon sort of review podcast. He said, back Tia start, $6 all in. I just wanted to get the tick of approval from the stable. Bit of a funny story. I messaged one of the people from the stable um, made sure he was definitely backing up before I took the $6 and I have had a really really good bet at $6 um, Nico Noonan said it looked more like a $3 chance well that's exactly what he is now um, his last start win at uh, Flemington last week was off the charts um, I think it rated 99.5 on the GDX which is bot stuff um, in terms of punting form it was awesome as well out fast home fast out just above four lengths above and then came home six above massive margin one by five lengths overall figure 10 above um i know he had every favor there the rail was out and linda just gave him the absolute peach but he's probably going to get every favor here again draws barrier one gets tim clark 53 kilos again he's going to be very very hard to get past I overlooked him last start stupidly just saying you know he's a jumper I'm not going to back him um, and that was dumb because he is a pretty good stayer and the hurdles have no, reinvigorated him what was that? it was a jump it was a jumper and he's five dollars if he runs a career peak he runs a career peak that happens true but I was 
I was he was one of my better bets of the day over the hurdles to start prior. He won by fifteen and over the hurdles. Yeah. It's that is true. I guess his query is he goes to good ground here, he goes to Eagle Farm and it might not be the perfect setup and he has never backed up. So those are the queries. I might trade back some of the six sides, I'm not not hundred percent sure yet. Um, but he's definitely on top. And I thought the other horse this is a bit sick because he has cost me a couple times. Number eight warning. I do think he's set to peak here out to 3,200 meters. He's a very good stayer. Um, he got the absolute PR last start, but he meets a lot of those horses much better at the weights. He's probably better third up, but he has won fourth up in the past. Um, he gets Colette. Barrier 10 is a little bit tricky, but I can't see him doing anything other than running well. I wanted to be hard against Cucaracha with the 58 kilos. I think that he's set a real task. Top weight, 3,200 meters for the first time. He actually rose in the weights because no compromise, didn't accept. And then Alabia, um, he's another for the for the Wallace stable. He was good last up, but the, the figure wasn't, it was very average off a slow tempo. So little question mark on him. Salino, he stayed 3,200 metres before, but 57 and a half. He won a Sydney Cup with 50. Um, he's he just he needs number. he needs them to go like he needs them to go like 50 above. Like he's just he'll just go the, the same pace the entire way. He's got he's no just, turn of foot. Yeah, he's slow. He's very slow. He'll stay, but he's slow. <laughs> yeah, he's he's slow. drawn out. So for me, they're all TFLO slow. To be star, fair to him, yeah, probably TFLO star and and warning for me. <laughs> um, true Marvel. I don't want to say he's coming off a jump start, but he is where he <laughs> fell in. He He's not without claims. Getting back on a drier surface will suit him, but I'm pretty keen either one of nine or eight win the race. Can't wait, can't wait to back True Marvel to beat TFLO Star over the jumps shortly. You reckon? Uh, yes. Fair enough. Yep. All right, we move on to race six. Conditions and weights and bullshit dependent, obviously. Yeah, we'll start getting taxed. See, Philo Star's going to have to be carrying top weight the way he's going soon, so we'll start to see how good he is. It's all good and yeah. well beaten up on Sauna Boy and those horses when you're getting seven and eight kilos off him. See how good he beat him by is. 15 lengths, mate. <laughs> weight stops trains, bot. Sauna Boy is the best lengths. jumper in the caper. Well, Castro Frankaru beat that other thing by easily, and then it got done by it the other day. Weights sorry, matter, sorry unfortunately. If weights didn't matter, the best horse would win every race. All right. Speaking of, we go to a weight for age race. Uh, without a fight, is two dollars ninety favorite from Huetor, five dollars. Last year's winner, Numerian, is five dollars. Jewess, she was pretty good on return, five dollars fifty. Fame, thirteen. Serpentine, fourteen. Uh, without a fight open four dollars and I thought that was well over so I took it in a multi with that horse I just mentioned Castro Frankaroo and Yellow Brick and that was gone first leg so I've missed the price there bit Debo about it but um, I thought his first up performance was outstanding um, it rated really well and the only way he can go now is up steps from 1800 metres up to 2200 metres Um Last 600 metres, 10 above. Huge performance. I'm hoping he's not flat second up here. And he has drawn out an 11, so I hope I get a better price than $2.90. But 
for mine, he could just be a little bit better than these. I've got all the respect for Huerto and Numerian. Numerian is the map horse. He'll lead and be well supported. Jewess was good last start without being amazing. Like she, she was really good, but it still wasn't the Jewess of old. I'm not sure if she will be back or not. But for mine, uh, without a fight, he could be a Caulfield Cup winner. And if so, I'm pretty keen to back him here. Thoughts? Well, yeah. he'll run second in the Caulfield Cup because I already tipped the Caulfield Cup winner at 50s. Who, Kovalika? Kovalika. Kovalika will be winning the Caulfield Cup. Um, this is a very tricky race. I don't think it's as simple. Well, I hope it is for your sake because it's as simple as just without a fight winning, but I don't know. Maybe I'm just greying up for, for no reason, but I think he might be a little bit flat. Possibly. For, for no reason other than just those horses that go super first up just dip a bit second up. He might be able to yeah. still dip and win, I don't know. He doesn't have to beat much. Interesting to see how fame measures up. He's flattened flattered by his two lengths defeat to Kovalika. Like Kovalika could have won by ten if he wanted to. <laughs> These three-year-olds uh, in the back half of the season, they just don't get treated very well at the weights. He's got to carry nah, 56 kilos here. Way out of the handicaps. Yeah, but Moods is just having a throw up the stumps. He's said that. He goes, oh, he's up there. He needs to see where he's at. Two starts mm-hmm. ago, the horses won a 64 at Maui. Like, he should have gone to the, he should have gone to the, um, the cup, the Brisbane cup. With it's a big, big ask for a horse to, Stay that sort of trip. So early well, in its it's a, career. It's a it's a big ask to try and get it to beat without a fight and <laughs> and the rest of them. And yeah, well, if, it, if it runs midfield in a Q twenty two, if it runs midfield in a yeah, but once they go once they go to a pain barrier bot of thirty two hundred meters, it's just different type of pain. And they can come back from it. The horse that I half was half interested in. We're gonna keep, we're gonna move on because I'm not pissing at the moment about this race. She's hateful, but if she got get, got back to her best, the horse that would be very hard to beat would be Jua. She'd smash them if she was at her best, but she's been at her best twice yeah, in her I'm life. Not, not convinced she's this superstar and heir apparent as what other people thought she was. Yeah, well, like if you look at the the rest of her form, apart from those two big massive spikes and like there's it's pretty much the same like she's pretty consistent around a level and then there's just those two massive numbers so if you sort of get rid of those ones and just have her around a um a bit bit lower than that well then i don't know she she was good first up obviously but she can she can improve but she'd she'd want her to beat without a fight i think without a fight's um, was very good first up run to just about his best and she hasn't, ran... had a pre- she hasn't had a preparation that's going to aid her to run well is my theory yeah 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 that's that's fair enough um, but yeah without a fight um, was very good and, and the sectionals were just ridiculous so um, I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if it goes to a new career peak which is interesting yeah this horse was like narrowly beaten by Hookham back, back home like that yeah. form looks absolutely in elite Dubai now. Is that the thing? Sorry, with it being, wasn't um, Dubai. 
Desert Crown. That was the thing that made Desert Crown look second rate. Oh, yeah. So, Hookham's a half to um, Baid. Yeah. And his his winning record's absolutely ridiculous. He's won, what, nine of four. Is that thing a half to Baid? Hookham is, yeah. Yeah, Shadrach. That's elite breeding. Yeah. All right. Race seven is the JJ. Oh, we're giving this any time? I didn't really give it much time, to be honest. Two-year-old 1,600-meter race looks very open. Nico, did you have any thoughts? I thought, if anything, I'd probably have that 10-houser on top for Walla McDonald, but it's a bit of a... It's a very grey race. Yeah, well, the cat... The winner turned it up last week and is a cat, so... (laughs) Influential. Full from drinking milk in the morning at track where he was. It's no good. Uh, No. I don't have an opinion of this race. Oh, Tannerhauser looks pretty good. If anything, he's on top for me, but don't know if I'll be tipping. Yes. J-Mac well, was that's... very bullish about it, but <laughs> how can you be bullish about anything in this race? Hard to be confident. Race 8 is the day's feature. $3 million the Stradbroke is now. Doubled last year after Alligator Absolutely. Blood won and then went on to win another three race. group ones in a season. They've just gone, bang, we're going to put the prize money up to $3 million and they've assembled a pretty good field. Would have been better if Yellow Brick was in it. But anyway, <laughs> think about it. It's $3. Hawaii 5.0, $5.50. Converge is $9. Uh, Ruthless Dame, $11. Cardinal Gem, 12 Half Cabin, $14. Valana is $17. You can add a zero there. Um, quickly, the map. What do we think of the map? Hawaii Five O maps beautifully from Barrier Three. Um, it'll go forward. Gentleman Roy is probably your likely leader from two. Think about it. Twelve. He'll come in a few spots. Is that tricky or is that fine? Um, think about his issue. Is it his barrier? It's about the shit on his foot. That, that, it's just statistically proven that it does nothing. Like it, it, it's well, why does he need it then, Bot, if it does nothing? Because it's, it's just. I reckon it's, just it's a case by his... case scenario. For the listeners, think about it. Will be he's got the synthetic hoof filler applied this Saturday. Who knows? It doesn't mean anything. What's actually happened? Well, or if it doesn't mean anything, but they don't need it. It's just. It's just. Do you know? Synthetic hoof filler is just. It's just fixing cracks in a hoof. It's like nothing. Still not what you want to see. It's not like bar plates. If it had bar plates, you'd be concerned, but it's not It's not that. It doesn't have feet issues. It's just got a crack in its hoof. It doesn't mean anything. Not in pain. It's just... Shit happens, I guess. It's enough of a grey area for me to take him on. If he beats me, he beats me. If I had a crack in my foot, I probably wouldn't be too pleased about it. Yeah, yeah but you don't... <laughs> it's, like, it's like having a crack in your shoe. Yeah, I know. It, a lot of the time, it doesn't mean much, but... um. I don't know. I've taken this horse on a couple of times. He's he's the one to beat. Hundred percent, he is. But three dollars, and I haven't been with him twice this preparation already. I kind of just want to be around him. There's two horses I've backed at really good odds early. First of those is Cardinal Gem. I backed it. At, he got to thirty to one at one stage. Um, so I took that price. He was awesome in the BRC sprint. Run of the race wide no cover the entire trip and was still there game fighting out the finish um, I know it didn't rate anything flash but he's a form back home um, 
back here in Melbourne was, was really, really good. And he's going to get a much better run here from barrier six. Drops four kilos at the weights. Um, he it could is be a dead step late. Up. That's the query. Oh, 100%. 100%. Um, but yeah, I thought the price I had got was overs. The other horse I backed early, I got $27 they put up quickly for um, half cabin on sports bet. That is ridiculous. Pretty happy about it. Um, his run in the Doom and 10,000 was elite. That is the A1 form line for this race, obviously. He was running on hard behind Giga Kick. That race rated outstandingly. Steps up to 1,400 metres. Got no issue with that. The mile was probably his issue, but 1,400 metres, he's proven he can run that before. He won the Guineas Prelude, bolted in on a heavy track one day, and then the other time at 1,400 metres, he got the a torrid run in transit. He's drawn out, so that's why you're getting a price. But we got K-Mac. He's back in form after getting five winners last week. So hopefully we can give him a good steer. Those are the two roughies I'm backing. And the other horse I am going to come with, the three-year-old Hawaii 5 uh, Obviously, I love that form line in the Fred Best. He beat home Yellow Brick. I don't think there's a lot between them. But Hawaii 5 gets in with 49.5 kilos here. Draws barrier three. He pinged the lids last start. Shot out of the barriers. Um like a thousand meter horse and I know he goes obviously Nashua Willa to Rachel King that's the negative and the knock but he's just going to get the sweetest of runs and um, listening to Jerry Harvey he thinks he's got more to offer so I think he's a really good bet at six dollars I think he should be closer to the favourite um, and I'm happy to take the sixes yeah I'm coming with you I'm with Hawaii 5 I think he's a bit of a stupid price um, he beat Yellow Brick last start albeit with a bit more luck in his favour than Yellow Brick had but albeit still did beat him plummets to 49.5 kilos um, looks to get a similar run of the race like it did last start Rachel's going good enough and I'm, it's not too many jockeys that can ride 49.5 um, so yeah she's Probably as good as it gets to ride 49.5. You don't have the likes of a Jamie Carr or someone that could ride. Well, like Jamie couldn't even that. ride 49.5. So who have you got that can ride? Who else could ride that way? Willow. Yeah, but he he wouldn't ride in over Gentleman Roy. Yeah. He'd be Dan Yandel. Gentleman Roy. Dirty Dino, that'd be that, I, that'd be fantastic. I would love if Dino. He's going better than Rachel King. Better jockey anyway. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'd love him to go in there, but I've got a know. I've got a, a worry with Hawaii Five O. Um, Rachel's gonna be Rachel's gonna be in the race, so she doesn't have to think. She just has to hold on. Yeah, it's not like she's gonna well, be back and has to make a complex decision. Go on, bot. Yeah. Grow me up. Um, so it, it's, it's, it's every time it races, it had a space space between its run. Like it resumed 119 days between runs, and it went second up 46, and then third up 31 days, and then fourth up 35 days. Now 13 days. Maybe maybe they've purposely been keeping it fresh, and and maybe this is just a, a rushed afterthought. I don't know. Maybe not. But I just thought. I would have thought there'd be a, a bit of reasoning behind why... Well, they had to win last start to get into the race. Yeah, yeah I know I know that, but 
Yeah, obviously that that's why. Is but other we lost Bolt. Have we lost Bolt? Huh? Back. We lost to them. The only reason that they ran last time because they had to. They had to get. That's the win in the in race. Yeah, I know, but so there's but no, there's but no he, other race for them. No, I know that, but but he's had he's had at least um, thirty days between each run. Like he's had his races um, spaced. So maybe that yeah, that's been, been done given on the opportunity to. Well, maybe they've done it on purpose because he races better with thirty days between runs, and now he's going to be asked to to have um, thir- thirteen days between runs. Maybe maybe you won't won't suit him. I'm sure Gay and Adrian will work it out. Yeah, I'd probably anyway. back him too as well. Back off, Cabin. You know, have something on Cardinal Gem if you can get. He's too short at the moment, but if you can get better price, and then back Hawaii five zero, back him on Ladbrokes or Neds, and then use the backup tool. Think about it to win and him to run second as a saver, and I think we'll be going pretty close to the money there. Yeah? Yep. Aft Cabin's a good bet. Beautiful. Yeah, I'm just Sick of approval well, from body. A little bit, a little bit unknown. Fourteen hundred from nine eight. Well, he I know stayed it pretty well. I know, I know. K Mac rode well last week, but he was fucking playing to the twos. <laughs> no, but 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 he's he's run fourteen hundred meters before and he's run it out well. Yeah. well. Let's let's just see. We'll, let's just see how good K Mac's going from barrier nine eight against the big boys this week. See if he's going okay. You were telling me Af Cabin was going to win a Cox Plate a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, well, he didn't stay sixteen hundred. <laughs> I'm not convinced he gets a strong fourteen hundred. <laughs> you were telling me you were convinced he was run a strong two thousand well, yeah. meters, uh, and it hurt that he didn't <laughs> trust me. Yeah. All right, here's still another, on the floor here's another saying for your bot: a week's a long time in racing. So just think about what a how much a month is. <laughs> yeah. It's probably about two months. Mm-hmm. All right, let's move on to the last. The Dane Ripper Stakes. Hunters will be trying to get out here. here. Yeah, well, I've we have got number one. 15, Opal Ridge. She's $2.40 favorite from oh. She's a Belter, $8. September Run, $8.50. Tycoon Evie, $11. Revolutionary Miss, $13. Uh, and then you've got Comrade Rosa, $14. Gee, I think Opal Ridge looks very hard to beat here. She's another one who didn't get into the Stradbroke field. Um, she actually won a few races on a heavy track so a, a couple of us probably pinned her as a heavy tracker and were a little bit disappointed when she was a touch flat and beaten as a favourite two starts back she went to scone and absolutely obliterated the clock late um, she beat Gravina she ran 11.16 for her final 200 metres apples to apples goes to 1300 metres um, she should absolutely love Eagle Farm, and I'm not really worried about her drawing barrier 12 in the big field. I think that'll suit her, give her some time and space. Tyler Schiller's running, uh, riding, sorry, as, as well as anyone at the moment, and for him to be to, to hold the keys here in a non-claiming race um, shows the confidence uh, that Luke Pepper has in him. So I think she's a very good bet. You've got a few classy horses here that are completely out of form. She's a belter, September run, just aren't themselves at the moment. So she looks the up-and-comer. Um, I think she can win the last. I'm taking you on. Oofed. I am with She's a belter to bounce back to her best form. Horses for courses track, Eagle Farm, which she's two wins from two goes at. Recent trial was hot. I think she'll run really well here, and I would not 
I'd all be surprised if she turns uh, Opal Ridge over here. This would be this is a cracking race on the way to the Tatsutiara. Mm. Yeah, I think she's about to turn Opal Ridge over. Opal Ridge has lost me. She's fucking burnt me the last few times. I haven't been on her and she's pissed in. And then I've been on her and she's burnt me, so she's she's dead to me now. She's just a dry tracker. And I think she's a belter's best form is better. So. I don't. Alright, well, it's a game of opinions and I'll fucking bet at $8 to see if I'm right, but... Thanks, yeah. champ. Opal Ridge is just a dry tracker, I think. Yeah, which is the complete contrast of what everyone was saying after she did win that day on a heavy track. But I'm kind really? of agree with you now. After she won, she won on a heavy track uh, a little bit early in her career, and she spaced them, and everyone went, "Gee, wet tracker." But and she I don't think she was. Yeah. Okay. Well, that uh, that wraps up. Brisbane, Eagle Farm. Nico, you got anything for us? Royal Randwick on Saturday. Uh, yeah, I've got one in the first. Probably the best bet of the day, actually. It's been absolutely licked. Hey? It's been smashed. Yeah, well, as it should. Oh, wow. It wasn't that <laughs> yeah. price before. <laughs> <laughs> what price is it? What are you backing? Oh, fuck off. It was like $2.20 before. It's $1.70 now. Fuck. <laughs> like literally within the last 10 minutes it's been hit no, it'll get back out don't worry um, has there been a scratching no nah, there were scratchings before it's literally been like 2.30 into $1.75 it'll get back out uh, Osmosis is the horse I'm talking about punters. Uh this horse is very very good I think J-Mac went for an armchair ride on this horse last start at Gosford. Um, one by two. Could have won by 12 if it wanted to. It was a very, very soft win. Um, this horse has the second best rating of any two-year-old this season. Only behind King's Gambit. What? Where are you getting that from? Uh, that's what I heard today on the radio from Mickey G. Probably whatever what? ratings I use. He uses GDX. It's the same one I use. Well, this is what I'm hearing. <laughs> Second best rating <laughs> of this horse. What? Any, any two-year-old in... Second best two-year-old rating of this season, yes. Is what was said. No. That's wrong. Oh. No, it's wrong. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> Regardless well. of that, I'm still going to back this horse. Um, I think he's yeah I just think he's better than these Royal Tribute's trialled up well but sort of know enough about the horses uh, in behind and yeah I think Osmos is a very very easy bet to have hopefully he gets back out now closer to $2 but some other horses that I wanted to make note of that not necessarily am I suggesting is tips right now but uh, race 4 Kaboo is back um, mm. Oh, that's a good you, horse. You can't back him first up with 60 and a half coming back from his issues. Um, Why not? But, yeah, be interested. Because I want to see him do it first before I back him at $2.40 to find out. Okay. 
He's got panels on him if he returns well. Well, yeah, but he's still got to. Yeah. He's had issues. Just want to make sure he breathes properly. Um, row six, <laughs> another shorty of the day in Sydney. It's a pretty good horse, this filly. Passagiata. Passagiata. Um, the trial wins are flattering. Because Bjorn, Bjorn says he uses his trials to get him fit. <laughs> and that it has. It's one by nine and eight in its trials. But yeah. Um, Gibbons takes a kilo and a half off. Gets him a 51 and a half. Against some pretty limited horses here. Um, yeah, so she'll be going on her winning way. And the last race of the day is what a lot of people are saying is uh, one of the better races um, up there. To a race in two, I think, between Crafty Eagle and Gundy Bridge. Gundy Bridge didn't handle the heavy track last start with an SP of $2. In Melbourne versus British Columbia, um, has gone back up to Sydney and trialled well. Looks to get a better track on the weekend. Um, Hieronymus was my knock and why I'm not tipping him. I'm sure he's a perfectly able rider, but I just want to see the horse bounce back. And Crafty Eagle is no slouch and has enough claims. But yeah, good good race, the last race. Awesome. Well, I'll uh, find two in between the 7th and the and the 10th. First of those comes up in... Uh, sorry between the 6th and the 10th. The first of those comes up in race 7. Number 6, Steely, looks really set to peak here. Third up at the mile. Um, I thought he was outstanding last start behind Cisco Bay. I think we just ignore the fact that he was a big SP and, and look to the the form of last prep over the mile where he ran second to Nugget twice. Um, we know what Nugget's Nugget. sort of gone on to do. He ran awesome in an all-star mile and he looks like he could be one of our better mile is going into the new season um he should be peaking fitness now andrew atkins rides i think he should get a a nice run from barrier nine and and i can just poke holes in a lot of these other horses like democracy manifest he's been terrible his last two can't come with him super strike i think he has to he was good last start in the in the same race but still he's just got more creds on the board um then you've got horses like acquitted and my old mate brutality who will probably be thereabouts, but I think Steely is a really, really good bet in this race. He's sort of $6, $7, and if he gets back to his form over the mile of last preparation, um, you know, he ran third in the in the little dance, which is the big dance. Um, <laughs> the little dance, oh my God. What do you call it? Anyway, so he ran third in that. You bought the little dance. And what? he ran second to Nugget twice, so he's a good bet. And then in race eight, number 12, Spacewalk. He was a moral beaten... (laughs) He was a moral beaten last start. I'm still on the um, floor. At Doombin. Golden Boom was a horse that I wanted to take on there, and I got it right and lost. Um, Spacewalk was finishing all over the top of him. He was an absolute moral beaten. He was held up the entirety of the straight finally got out late and flashed home it's probably about two lengths in front of him 50 meters past the post um staying at this 1100 meter trip draws out in barrier 12 so we'll get back but 
I'd rather them drawn out and be making ground late at Randwick rather than Rose Hill. Um, he gets mm. in on the minimum and he looks pretty hard to beat over the 1,100-metre trip. I would be marking him favourite and he's $4 second elect. So those are the two I want to back in Sydney. Race 7, number 6, Steely. And race 8, number 12, Spacewalk. D-Day cool. for your mate. All right, it is. Um, but do you want to go over to Swan Hill? Yeah, finally. What day, uh, Good racing. What day we got? Um, we've got Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. I don't know, but I'm, what I'm day backing. Do you want to have a look at? I don't know, I'll just go through all of it. Um, just quickly. Uh, race yeah. three at Swan Hill tomorrow. I've already bet Rose Ring. Um, comes through some good form races in Adelaide. Um, trialed up well behind some nice horses there, and, and then and then went to Balaclava, and in some really nice closing splits. Um, I think it'll go forward with Harry Coffey and with Chris Beag versus some pretty uh, average opposition, to be honest. Um, Irresistible Sir um, was good and finished off with some nice sectionals behind Keen Enough, who I think is a nice horse, but um, I think Rose Ring uh, is is good enough to be a dollar, at least odds on here, and um, the price now is probably a little bit too big. Um, I'll bet second division if it gets, a ba- gets out a little bit in the fifth um, it backs up it came off a a 16 length wing at Wanganui um, and then it went to Wachuca it was a really slowly on race sorry mate it was a flat footed last start yeah well they went they went really slow went really slow and it it couldn't well it it did sprint it it did actually but but just not as well as a breed who ran over the top of him Um, it was a drifter $1.70 out to two forty. um up in trip on the backup, I think they'll send him forward and up to 2,400 metres, I think he's about a $2.10 chance, which is what the market's saying right now. I think he'll probably get out a little bit. Um, and the other horse I, I half liked as well was Retrospection, who won this exact race last year. Um, he has peaks for it and he it was really good. Not really good, but he was, he was good enough um, late at Wagga last time. Um, for a 51 shot anyway so you can have something on him um home rule probably should be the favorite in race seven if he's not already i can't i think yulong storm was favorite last time i checked and maybe i'll back sig sig positano um i think it's just got a bit on them it's really well placed in that grade and it can be bought forward from barrier three i don't love it back in trip but um i think it's got a little bit on liberty steps and ten commandments uh, on the second, I don't really love anything, but um, the 2,400-meter maiden, there is... Uh, the future jumper stakes. Oh, sorry, I'm looking at the wrong one. Oh, ignore that. Anyway, um, so the, the third day at Swan Hill is my best bet of... or well, second best bet of the weekend, I guess. Um, the best is extra two... Who's going to win race two at Sandown? Um, uh, and Diablo, who comes up second favourite in race six at Swan Hill. Uh, the favourite will come out. It's it's accepted in two races already at, on Saturday. Um, it'll probably go to uh, to stay in Adelaide. Um, once it comes out, though, um, Diablo's a, a deep, deep odds-on chance. Uh, at Ballarat first up, it was 
sneaked out the back and then ran the the fastest last 600 by a second um, of the whole meeting. It's a very good horse. Um, follow it. It's a half to quantum mechanic. Uh, there's substance to it and draws barrier five and it'll be somewhere um, in the first half of the field and, and Villa 79, I hate back in trip and the Guava I've got absolutely no opinion of. So I think it gets a really, really, really poor race and I think it's a lot better than better than average so um, Diablo should be winning uh, and you're getting $4.20 at the moment you obviously cop some deductions I don't know how much I can't be bothered figuring, figuring that out but um, just take it and um, you'll be winning race number 6 at Swan Hill and yeah that's about it oh and the, we've got to mention yeah. the cup yeah Keats is racing Keats is probably deserved fave uh, packing Waltham um, was really good um on Australian debut, it was back. I think it was about forties into fourteens on Australian debut. Yeah, well, off seven hundred. Okay, um, <laughs> off <laughs> off seven hundred twenty days. Um, I thought the sectionals were really good, and the the way they backed it, I sort of thought that they had it ready. It's had a trial between runs, so I sort of like seeing that. Off, especially off a really long break. Um, Lord Vladivostok's a nice horse, good sectionals last time, but it's going to get back from 13, so... Um, Cast. Yeah. So I think he's going to break their heart. Yeah, I think that the race sets up pretty well for Keats. Um, all the main sort of dangers are going to be back in the field, and and I think he gets... You know, he just about gets control of this race. Um, Group on Johnny for the first time. Yeah, not usual, glorious is, not usual Glorious is running in... Uh, Johnny jumps off. Not usual, glorious. To, it's it's to too jump slow on for the Keats. mile for mine. Yeah, it probably is, but he still probably wants to be thereabouts anyway. But yeah, Keats Keats will be leading and um, be very hard to beat, I think. But um, yeah, I thought the the price was was probably fair with the percentage stacked into it. Um, there's no, I don't think there's really any edges in the cup, to be honest, which is disappointing. But um, yeah, it looks pretty right to me. Look no Go further on, than the winner right in front of your eyes, Bot. It's pretty plain and simple, champion. Katie. Katie. Choo-choo. On the train. I've got one on Friday for the punters. Go Friday on. fill up. Home rule will be winning the Topaz. Yeah. Yeah. He just got to... He's just got to... Hopefully the 1,400 back. back to 1,200 has yeah, it yeah, gusted yeah. him. That's yeah, the only way he should get thinking. beat. Yeah. And for the punters out there... Yeah, he's an absolute mudlark. Love a yeah. trial and a bit of a dirty setup. Ostie set one up in the second. Ostie and Harry combined for Mrs. Bull. Also having a bet on it. Race through tomorrow. Yeah. Dirty And Ostie I'll give setup. a quick shout-out to Brett Norton. He's got a debutante going around in the first at Swan Hill. Pair edition. He's got a decent opinion of it. Uh, Halbert Gelding, three-year-old. Second favourite. Um, I'm not sure what he thinks of it on a really wet track, heavy nine. It's four dollars forty. Pretty sure he's keen on that one. He's got Seacryption in race two. Um, obviously, a, a daughter of Encryption just got lost on debut in the in the two-year-old Magic Millions Classic at Ballarat. Uh, I don't think he was as keen on it, but more keen on on the first start of Perdition. Well, Perdition. Um, Hopefully it handles the wet, but could be a, a horse that goes off late in betting. We'll soon see. 
I've got four for us. run well for him anyway. He's got, he's, got a nice, he's got a nice collectible sitting in the garage at home ready to take the, uh, take the covers off in spring anyway. Correct, attrition. Ben, before you go, I've got one I forgot to say at Eden Hope. Um, oh, it's rogue. Rogue. <laughs> yep. this, this, um, this is... Uh, um, this is actually from you. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's it's actually been transferred to Cassidy, so um, yeah, I, I'm back. I've, well, the the prices aren't out yet, but I I highly doubt that they'll put up um, Boom Time Baby as short as I've got it. Um, I've got a dollar forty. Um, it's coming off. It's coming off Queensland non-tab meetings, but it, it's a. I think it's a. It's a good horse. It's oh big, yeah, superstar. Well. <laughs> Good, good for this grade anyway. It's been given some pretty average sort of rides, and and its SP profile and and some of the splits it's it's run. I think it's a a decent horse. And um, Jess Eden goes on for a new trainer. Um, the trial was nice, I guess. And um, yeah, it's it's coming off um, <laughs> Queensland fact- non tab form. Have you factored in this thing might not be much good itself? No, I'm looking at the numbers. It's good enough. Oh yeah, super. I'm looking at the numbers. It's ran second, beaten a dollar fifty favorite. It's ran ninth of nine, beaten two dollar thirty favorite. Look at the Been numbers. Beaten at a dollar seventy and beaten a dollar eighty five. I'm reading Look at the some numbers. <laughs> Look at the splits. Look at the splits. These numbers are telling me it doesn't like the winning post. <laughs> nah, I'll see if it goes up a price. Go no, go I, back and and watch some of the rides it was given. Oh my god. <laughs> God help us if we're digging out on that thing on a Sunday. We won't be digging out. We'll be filling up some, even uh, more. I've got a couple of ways to make us some money on a Saturday night there at Chartin. Uh Race two. Saturday night. Huge. Yep, there Saturday. Um, Purton Road, a treble. It was either double, double or treble last night at Happy Valley. So he's well on track to get the record. Go, Zach. Um, race two, he's got the son of star turn. This is this thing that was trialling like a, an absolute bomb um, in Sydney and then went over and debuted over there. I just think he got it all wrong. It's just race manners. I think he's a very good horse, but he just over-raced. He got the speed wobbles. Um, he was actually beaten by a very smart horse in Lucky Encounter, who's since won again, and you'll hear about him in a sec as well. But he's since had a nice trial. He won that. I don't want to be backing him at odds on, but... I think if he can get his race manners right, then he's going to be a horse. He's in race two, number five. Race three, we go to a horse that did look like an absolute superstar on debut. Um, his name is number. His name is Dream Winner, number five. Um, went down the thousand meter straight on debut. He won by five and a half lengths, um, and the figure Hutchie was saying. So just on punning form, it's ten and a half above for a debutant, son of Exosphere. He was saying this this debut was similar um, to what's it, Nervous Witness, who looked like a, a star before. He's kind of gone off the boil a little bit. I just want to back him again. He's going to go up really short, so not sure if he's going to be backable odds. Hopefully, Super Axiom, who won over a thousand meters last start, might hold up his price a little bit. I highly doubt it. He'll be winning again in race three. We go to race nine. Uh, for mine, there are two horses we can back here. Hopefully, they go up odds that we can back them both. Lucky Encounter is the horse I spoke of. 
Um, he he's won his last two starts. Both of them have rated really well. Stays at 1,200 meters. Draws out in barrier 10. So hopefully that means we get a little bit of a better price. He's one of David Hayes's young three-year-olds who looks like a real progressive up-and-comer. Um, looks hard to beat. He'll definitely go up favorite. But there's a horse they might miss here who was outstanding on his Hong Kong debut. Ex-Thronbone for Jerome Hunter. Um, we know this horse was pretty good back home. He strung a couple of wins together. Um, he went around over 1,000 metres on debut in Hong Kong, went around $13. The market sort of disrespected him. Honestly, probably a moral beaten. Um, he was weaving for runs with Hugh Bowman aboard over the, the straight 1,000 metres, couldn't get a run, flashed home late. Uh, he gets to 1,200 metres, and I think the market could miss him just, the, just off the fact he started a big price last start, draws out in barrier 12, and... Yeah, just off the, the the SPs, I think they could miss him here, and hopefully he's each way odd, so we will be able to back them both. I think it's a, a race in two between those two, and then in the last, uh, Tuchel for Zach Purton, the top weight, he was awesome off a fast tempo, running down flaming rabbit last start, stays with the sixty one kilos, so he does give them all weight, but. His form is just far superior. He ran awesome in the derby. He was only just narrowly edged out um, by Beauty Eternal there. And we know that that form re reads outstanding. So draws barrier four. He's going to get the sweetest of runs. Um, he just has to carry the weight. If there's a horse that could bounce back to better form, it is number 11, Sweet Encounter. Gets Brenton Abdullah again. He's got the $5 SP last start, but he drops significantly at the weights. Um, gets down to 54.5 kilos. And if he can improve, he definitely has talent. So two cool on top, sweet, sweet encounter should be the saver number 11. All right, that wraps us up. Let's go back, crack, sack, whatever you call it. Back lay prey, best back bet lay first. Prey. You know mine, race two, Eagle Farm, number one, Yellow Brick. My best bet will be um, Osmos if he gets back out. Race one, Ramwick. Yep. And bot. My best bet is extra two. My best lay is uh, Golden Path. Is that yeah? Golden Path yep. and Macram is the best um, double figures sort of chance. I think. All right. My best lay is dance to Dubai race five Sandown and my best each way I'm gonna give it to warning in the Brisbane Cup even though I'm on TFLO star you can get $15 for warning race four number eight Eagle Farm all right well my best value will be race five Nazrawi and my lay of the day will be who are we gonna lay the guts out of Oh, I don't want to take dance to the bar, same as you, but make it one of mine. To. I wouldn't do that to you, but not that much of it. <laughs> yeah, boom time, dance. baby. Lay at any price. <laughs> Death, yeah, well, you could you could actually lay it. So. <laughs> dance to the bar is my life. Alright, beautiful. We'll double up. Four questions quickly to finish up the program. Sam Badalato, welcome back, Nick. Do you even need to think about the Stradbroke? Yes, you do. And he's gone the black and green emojis. 
Very good. Yeah, you do need to think about it, mate. Absolutely, you do. Yeah, Jordan think about Telfer. your decisions if you're backing it. Jordan Telfer, race eight at Randwick. If Spacewalk finds cover from the wide gate, does it just win last run? With cover! Huge in exclamation marks. Um, yeah, I agree. I'm on Spacewalk. I think he can win. I think 1,100 metres is perfect for him. Barrier 12 will get back, needs a slice of luck. But yeah, off last start, he should have beat Golden Boom easily. Um, I think he should be favourite. Wasn't wasn't cover the reason he lost last time? He's not a go just forward. <laughs> He's just unlucky. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Michael Coropas says, is the Brisbane Carnival on the up? Yes, it yes, actually is, I reckon. Yeah. yeah. Prize money's Adelaide, gone up. Adelaide's on the decline. Tourism's gone up. Yeah. Shut up, then. There's another dig for us, Nick. You hear that? Yeah, don't worry about him. <laughs> if you give it no attention, you don't get any. <laughs> That's all he wants. He only wants attention. Yeah. Absolutely, it's on the up. They've completely outstripped Adelaide this year. Their prize money's gone up. I think their wagering figures will be pretty good. They've got, look, Giga Kick to the carnival. They've got Zaki to the carnival. They've got Thinking About It, the new progressive sprinter. They've got the Grouse three-year-old. So they've done very well. Stradbroke's like the best betting race every year. Yeah, or just it's about an anyway. absolute cracker. Uh, and then the last one to finish it up, Josh Pegg, you'll love this one, Nico. In racing terms, how would Nico sum up the PGA Tour? <laughs> we, don't enough, we don't have enough fucking time for this. <laughs> we Give don't a quick have background of what's happened. Uh, the PGA have become fucking sellouts and everything they said they would never be. Surrendered to these Saudi fucks on the live tour. Now they, they're all going to be governed as one. Uh, there's a lot more to play out, but yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not a live fan, so. Um, yeah well, it's affected me enough that I don't want to turn the TV on and watch golf anymore so that probably says <laughs> why would you want to watch golf anyway <laughs> spat the dummy yeah no I've well and truly cracked it it's a, dis- it's a disgrace anyway we'll need another if hour were, if, we, if we want to debate it properly if you were to answer his question if you were to sum it up in racing terms oh it's the Squib. fucking sickest it's the sickest beat of all time <laughs> It's the sickest beat ever, this. It's like PVL's taking over Racing Victoria. It's, yeah, that's, put, that's how I describe it. To put it in, to put it in racing terms, um, yeah, Racing Victoria were just like, you know, we were flying. Then PVL's come out and just come out with all his prize money. And now he's eventually just taken over and, and Racing Vic have folded. It's probably the easiest <laughs> way to put it. That's a great way to describe it. Yeah. Oh, which will probably happen which will probably happen too oh don't say that I'll be out of a job <laughs> oh, I hate to talk into, into existence but he's a traditionalist our Nico alright boys it's been a good podcast it's good to have the the trio back in action hopefully we can back some winners this week see you back on the podcast next week happy punting and good luck see you later.